why it's probably the best debate in sports talk history across the country. Yes. Well, I think he should be in. I don't think you could tell the story of baseball without Pete Rose. Oh, quote, quoting Quint now. I've heard it all. The story of baseball. Maybe I, I don't should, think you can. Maybe they should take one of those aero aluminum sheds and put it off to the right of Cooperstown. Chad said, <laughs> new idea for morning sponsorships. You see that one? The uh, manufacturer I, of shovels because you've been digging a hole all show. Uh, what, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm digging a hole because I'm saying I follow the rule. So I'm the and, one that And I'm that a just realist. Show, that just shows you, but no, that just shows you where we are. It clearly says in every locker room, don't gamble on baseball. You can do whatever. You know, it also says in the NCAA bylaws, don't pay players. And that's not a shot at Auburn. That's a shot at collegiate athletics. Okay, and when programs get caught, they are stripped of their title. Not every time. When they get caught, when they get caught, they are punished. Now, they're not all punished at the same level, but the bottom line, when teams get caught, they get some form of probation. Can't believe we sat 30 minutes arguing with an Auburn guy about the okay, yeah, morals no, of no, 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 here's the deal. If they're guilty, shut yeah. them down. Yeah, you got Will Wade, punchable face with his strong offer. So, I'm I mean, not going to lie to you. Hey, hey, guess what? <laughs> you keep – you keep losing all that defense you're getting from the LSU folks. They're going to start opening the books for you. Be like, look, he did it. There it is. Guilty. Well, I certainly enjoyed this debate, and don't mind being again. You know, keep the text coming. Great, great job on the Paul Mims as, Allstate text line. As long as the listeners are texting and calling, that's all that matters. I guess we'll have to skip the Athlon thing. Yeah. We're going to go through the 130. We're, we weren't going to go through every single one, but UMass is breaking the, the job. Maybe they should cheat. Maybe you know, the, the Minutemen of UMass should cheat. God, yes. <laughs> I will say this. Absolutely. Now, now I'm going to totally do a 180 and contradict. If you're a G5 program and you haven't been to a bowl game in ever, what do you have to lose? Because the NCAA punishment is going to be a bowl ban. Well, let me tell you, you've been on a bowl ban for about 28 years. So, therefore, go ahead. It's the fun of this show. Good stuff, Brownie. Tabes, dynamite as always. For John Tabor, for Nick Brown, great texting today, guys. I am, I think, Sean Fox. Back same time tomorrow. See you then. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977.
soccer. I couldn't believe it when I was watching it live. Aaron, did you agree with the decision to kick it there on fourth down? Yeah, that wasn't my decision. You could hear the pain in Aaron Rodgers' voice as he talked about that. But to have a head coach not allow you to be on the field for a fourth and eight conversion attempt, I think Aaron Rodgers probably would have wanted to stay on the field. How many times have you wanted Tom Brady to have the ball with a chance to win when you voluntarily are making that choice? When you have an opportunity to go for it and make a big-time play in a crucible moment of a game, you have to do it. It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Listen up. We have 30 seconds to tell you about DP. What the f***? I'm talking about Dan Patrick. I think he's a whack job. Yep, that Dan Patrick. That seems a little extreme. And his posse, those lovable Dan Nats. Come here and sit on my lap. They're so cuddly and cute. What? It's the Dan Patrick Show. Right here, weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Sometimes Doug Gottlieb takes his time to make a point. He's like a fine bottle of wine. All right, stop me if you heard this before. He'll let his oratorical musings breathe. So let's all take a moment and let that sink in. And maybe here's the clincher. Just like Doug does. Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Tabor, we fired up on a Tuesday night. Sports Talk 99.3 FM. As as my four-year-old daughter said this afternoon, Beck Haynes, Daddy, why don't you open the show and say, I'm Ben. I run BleedTechBlue.com. That's not a bad idea. You got to let the people know, BC. Got to give her some credit. You're in the business of subscriptions, okay? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Get us BleedTechBlue.com. Only nine ninety five a month. Of course, want to thank our sponsors, First National Bank, Fairway Cars, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bienville Motors, Ball Four Graduate Sales, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. Of course, you can get us on the Fairway Cars hotline or text line number 888-993-7762. Beck Hanks, how we doing tonight? Woo! Been a day. Been a day. It feels like it's been a, it was been like a week or what? Yeah, yeah. Was I here last week? You were. Okay. It's been a week. You know, I was actually scrolling through Twitter just a few minutes ago, and we all, 
You don't uh, say. We all, yeah, we can all come in agreement that uh, Twitter is, um, it gives us great insight in, into the world. And, and Clay Travis, love him or hate him, he says that his kindergarten kindergartner at dinner says, I don't know what you're talking about, but I disagree. If that doesn't perfectly summarize social media <laughs> and everything that comes with all of its glory. that That's it. it I don't even care to hear your explanation. I, I I just I had to share that. I mean, Ben, I spend a lot of you know, I would I think we could both agree the reason we still have social media is because that's where we get our sports news. No, no doubt. About I don't it. got time to turn on Woke Center and just wait for some highlights because it doesn't happen. No, they don't. It doesn't happen. Dan Orlovsky ain't doing too many highlights no. these days. So I, you got to have the twitters for for your sports knowledge, Ben. But you got to sift through all the the crap you don't want to read. Yeah. And you can unfollow the best you can, but now Twitter's got this thing where if you follow somebody that likes something... No, I know. It drives me It drives insane. me nuts. I unfollow people because of what they like. No doubt. Not it's even a, what they say. It's like, dude, I don't Is care that the what same thing? Like. Yeah. It's the same thing as Clay Travis's kid? Yeah. I don't even care what you say. I know what you like. I don't like you. Yeah. You're gone. See ya. They it's got you. Point. Twitter's hey, got you. I got to say this to you. And they talked a little bit about on the sports company. So, first time since 2013 that no one's inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. 2013. Yeah, so it's been about wow. six, seven years. Of course, you got to get 75 percent of the vote, and right, right. Uh, I think right. I saw that there is 14 voters. Now imagine this: 14 Hall of Fame voters did <clears throat> did not vote for one person. Why? Like imagine turning in an empty ballot. You're a Hall of Fame voter, and you don't even vote. What's what's their reason? I'm never. I, mean, I don't understand. I guess they don't think anybody deserves to be. In, oh, I don't just know. Maybe they want to. Maybe they're I'm not very standing for my vote. Yeah, I guess. So but they would just. That's. It's like they that's turn an the ballot empty. Yeah. I don't think any of these guys are worth. How it. stupid is that? I mean, I can. Well, I mean, the argument is you're not just letting anybody in. Well, and it's too well. I mean, true. the football football. You feel like they just let anybody in? Like well, you, you had a decent career. You're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but still, like. Come on, like, we're voting for people to win the Heisman Trophy, and, like, you got Joe Blow out in Palo Alto, California, that's never watched an ACC game in his life. Voting for Heisman. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm, like, I mean, and listen, there's going to be some differences. I just I just think it's absurd. You got a, you got a Hall of Fame vote. You don't vote for anyone. Well, like, come on, like. Give it to somebody that would vote. Like, at least give somebody a participation trophy. Isn't that what we're all about? All about Hey, t- how about this? I know you did not expect me to go here, which, let's be honest, first four minutes of the show have nothing to do with Bleed Tech Blue, but we're getting to that in just a second. Tough day to be a Reds fan. Oh, is it? Lost Freddie Galvis. Oh, I loved him. I know you loved Freddie. Head I always called him Glavis instead of Galvis. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Always, what happened to him? Where'd he go? Uh, to the Orioles. Oh. He's pretty Joke's ter- on him. Now, joke's on you because he was terrible. No, no. Joke's on Aren't the Orioles terrible? Yeah. Yeah. Joke's on him. We were in the playoffs last year, BC. I don't know if you remember that. No doubt. All right, let's get into it. What we got going tonight, we got Trey Holtz, Louisiana Tech inside receivers coach, joining us at 6.30. We talked some La Tech football. Of course, it was Trey Holtz's first year on the Bulldogs staff. Ask him what it's like working for Pops. <laughs> Ask him, hey, man, could you could you have asked for a better deal? Like, like maybe try not to throw me into the mix in a pandemic. Like might help help yeah, a brother I can't wait out to coach my first year. Psych. Yeah, 
Can't wait for it to be over. Gosh. Coming up at 7 o'clock, Duffy Conroy, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach, will join us. Dunkin' Dogs fresh off a split at UTEP. No tapes. Well, how about this? Let me mention this. And I don't know, I don't think that this is the case every road game. Tabes, you can correct, correct me if I'm wrong. But Dave Nitz, Jack Thigpen, radio voices of the Dunkin' Dogs, had to broadcast the game from the Joe on Friday and Saturday night. No way. A- A.K.A. they watch the game on TV. Hmm. Would that not be tough? I mean, you can tell. I mean, there's a few college no. games that did that. You know what makes me irate? This and is it's like goes to them. Like you see the picture of them. They're like in their in their library. In it their drives house. me to and, and like it's like something that ESPN's proud of. It's like you know you get Dave Pash. He's like I'm in here in California broadcasting the. Meanwhile, you got the NBA with a plexiglass. Yeah. Heck. It's in here in the studio right now. Yeah. You telling me you can't sit this far away from somebody? I just don't get it. But it cracks me up. You'll let the up. players get on the field and wrestle each other, but you won't let the announcers take a – or the broadcasters take a COVID test before and then put them in a room with a plexiglass six feet apart? Hey. You said it better than I did. Ben, come on. Yeah, but anyways, Dave and, Dave and Jack Thickpin broadcast the game from Ruston. The game was obviously in El Paso. We mentioned Louisiana Tech split the series – but I thought it was interesting today. Well, actually, last night on the coaches' show, of course, Brooks Store, Eric Conkle, coaches' show, Doghouse every Monday, ninety nine point three FM from the Doghouse. You love what's your favorite meal at the Doghouse? Me, the yeah, Paul Claus. Uh, hey, big Paul. Claus hey, Paul Claus dip sweet. That was my name of my fantasy football team the first three years I lost. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. You gotta love it. So, so. The team, you, you make the trip out to El Paso. Nobody's going to sit there and sugarcoat things. Not an easy trip to make, let's be honest. Pretty good trek out to El Paso. Probably ways out there. Probably fly out of Shreveport, I don't know, hit to Dallas. And then when you land, you landed in El Paso. I mean, yeah, it's pretty rough. You're not excited. No, no, not a whole lot out in El Paso. Been there before. Um, not a whole lot out there. Don't go to Las Cruces, New Mexico. You think there's not a lot in El Paso? Don't go to Las Cruces. It's even worse. <laughs> but, by the way, Quick story, Las Cruces, back in my glory days on the diamond. We make the trip out to Las Cruces. They just play in an absolute launching pad at New Mexico State. I'm talking like. Even you could hit a home run. Oh, I'm talking like over. Is it the air? It's the air. The wind just howls. I kid you, like 40 mile an hour gusts. It's the old launching pad, huh? Hey, there's probably, I don't know, 35, 40 mile an hour winds every day that we were out there. Oh, that's it? No. So, like, you're launching, I don't know, 110, 115 BP home runs. And so, you know, pitchers, like, go fetch. Like, go yeah. get it. Yeah. Like, we're not oh, just lo- get them in the mental state of the game, too. Like, yeah, yeah like, I'm just out here getting all these home run balls. But, yeah, I mean, I'm psyched to go pitch. Can't wait. Like, baseball, baseballs ain't cheap these days. A dozen Jeez. ain't going for less than 35 bucks. So, not only does BC and a couple of his compadres get put out there in the outfield to go fetch, hey, let's throw on to it. It's bid day at New Mexico. We got a whole sorority party. Oh, we're yeah, dying. We're, do. we're fetching balls in between. It was a little humbling, I must say. Hey, oh, look, I'm sure they had a lot of nice things to say to you, hey, BC. L- look at the kid with the dirty hey. blonde hair, 37. Bet he never plays. Yeah, 37. You the bat boy. Hey, Carlissel. <laughs> Carlissel. <laughs> what are you doing out there, kid? 
So anyway, so the team, Coach Cockle mentioned this last night on the Coach's Show, trying to make their way back on Sunday night. Of course, Saturday night's the game. Sunday night, on the way back, easy flight into Dallas, ready to hop on it. You know, you're ready to sleep in your own bed. Nothing better than a tech apartment. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And hop on the plane in Dallas, little 30-minute wait on the runway, which I don't know, not not necessarily, yeah, not uncommon, and it gets better. Oh, we'll call it a Southwest Airlines flight, takes off. Cruising on into Shreveport. Let's be honest, Shreveport's still an hour from Ruston. Right, and also not that great of a place to land. I lived there. Yeah, not, a, gr- not a great city. You can't, you're just dying for some scenery, you know? Yeah, yeah just die. Show me a tree or a clean street anywhere. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Show me a smooth interstate. Anyway, oh. so get over Shreveport. The pilot's like, Hold on a minute, guys. Little foggy down there. Oh, yeah. Not sure we're going to be able to land this puppy on this Saturday evening. Let me circle back. Let me circle back again. Yeah, let me circle back again. Guys, we're going back to Dallas. Uh Uh-uh. Team had to fly back to Dallas. And they had to take the old four-hour bus ride home. Woo! Talk about a long day. Imagine being six foot ten and sitting on those little buses. Hey, I know. Oh, that'd be that's a long a, day. Yeah, that's a rough one. That is pretty rough. That's pretty rough. So, anyways, Dunkin' Dogs split on the road at UTEP. Junior Loft in the big six foot seven, two hundred seventy five pound freshman sensation named Conference USA Freshman of the Week for a fourth time this season. Went. From hey, he's pretty good. Oh, hey. Reminds me of you in church ball, bro. Oh, hey, he can lock you down on the post and he can go to work. And he's just got, he's so marketable. You oh, know? Like oh he's a ball. Put him on every poster. I want to see, I don't want to see me, me a tech be- basketball poster that doesn't feature Lofton. Give me Babyface Lofton. What? Give him to me all day. Put him and Baby Barnes on a poster and just oh, yeah. promote tech sports. <laughs> oh, I forget a Who's baby. the babyest baseball player we got? I don't know, but. Somebody text me who's the babyest face baseball player we got. We're going to get him, Lofton, and Baby Barnes You're on there. You're all about the young guys. Yeah. I mean, it just so happens they're freshmen. Yeah, you love it. A little baby Barnes reference in the opening segment. We couldn't draw it up any no. better than that. So he goes for 20 points, 13 rebounds on Friday night. Backs that up with 11.7 rebounds on Saturday night. Of course, the Bulldogs win 73-55 on Saturday. Elsewhere, Lady Texters took one on the chin. Ooh. A couple losses at home to UTEP. Texters now 9-5. Right, you and know five. I hate, hate losing to UTEP. Oh, you're not a big UTEP fan. Don't like the old orange. No. Don't like the baby-faced orange. No, I don't like El Paso. No, there there ain't too much that we can write home about it. Uh, Perfect Game USA dropped a little Conference USA preview. Of course, that's on the diamond. Lane Burroughs and his squad will have Lane on in a couple weeks, getting set to open their season. Uh, Steel Netterville, Shreveport native, Bird High School, named preseason Conference USA Player right, of the Year. I, you know, you want to you want to get me fired up. Let's talk about a preseason award. Oh yeah, love them, BC. Oh, oh, back the most. I mean, find something else to do besides rating. Pre- what do we always talk about in our group message? Whenever somebody tries to use previous seasons, oh, you can't as stand a, it as a, an argument as to why. 
we just hashtag last year. That's all you got to say. Yeah. Just last year. Things have changed. Hey, Parker Bates, preseason all, all CUSA. Right. Hey, saw him at church on Sunday. Looks like he's poised for another big oh, year. Not going to lie. Ben the weights, Ben. Hey, That's not a lie. Ben Actually, got a little hunt trip room. with Parker the other day. Hey, hair's looking good, too. Give him some credit, <laughs> sweet hey, left-handed if, swing. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Parker is the reason for one of the best tweets to ever come from the BTB account. He is. Tell, tell oh, us yeah, about it. Oh, yeah, just a little. Was he a little freshman? He was. A, hey, baby, baby Bates. <laughs> baby Bates was up to bat. Yep. Opening weekend of his freshman yes. career. And just hits grand uh, I slam. Mean, it was a grand slam. Yes. I mean, a bop. And to then, the tracks. I mean, almost before it lands, BC37 over here has got to tweet out. It says country tater from Parker Bates. <laughs> oh, that's what, this is a, a country tater to left. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna retweet country it. Country tater to right. Oh, oh. that was awesome. Uh, he did I forgot it. about yeah, that. Yeah, that was a good one. Hey, hey, speaking of Bates, he had a few country taters last year. I think Tech was 11 and six. Of course, a little COVID shortened season, Real, but little COVID had eight bombs in 17 games, 28 RBIs. Was named an All American. I guess they still did those awards, but <laughs> hey, beats me. Also, ben, Alex Ray was named preseason All CUSA as well. Yeah. Uh, tell me, is the baseball field going to be ready? Do you yeah, know? The field will be ready. Now. <laughs> <laughs> May not have you a chili dog at the concession stand. Structure but the- around it. All right. It, it, we're working. We'll have the fans in the stands, but I'm not sure the batting cages will be heated up. But, hey, we're getting it working. No doubt about it. Also, real quick, before we get to this first time out, our boy, Legereus Sneed, headed to the Super Bowl. Hey. Round of applause for that guy. I mean, Ben, you called it. I think I said this every He's show this boss. month. I mean, he is a he is he's a, a dog. He's a dog, and he's a serious part of their game plan. He's I not just he a got the concussion. Yeah, he'll, he'll be, be back. Right. He'll be back. He'll if Patty back. comes back, Sneed's coming back. Oh, yeah, you that's... don't just miss the Super Bowl, Ben. No. Hey, also, hey, I, oh, I heard on the radio this was like all the injury guys that have been injured the last month or six months or whatever on both teams are like, oh no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Ready to go. I'll go out there in a boot. And I'm playing the Super Coach, Bowl. Coach, I'm ready to yeah. practice. Yeah. I ain't wanted to practice all year. You're ready. Also, Tech alone, Chris Bonio. Uh, as a Bucks assistant special teams coach. So, uh, we'll take flavor. Get, getting a ring for the dogs this year. Mm. No doubt about it. So, let's go ahead and take our first time out. When we come back, we're taking a look at football. We're taking a look at men's basketball. We're taking a look at baseball. Beck, it, it's coaching search season, if I'm not mistaken. Bulldogs are actually looking for an offensive line coach themselves. Hmm. I want to take a look at three coaches for each of these programs and just give you the rundown of the world of a coach and where they go to get to where they are today. It is insane. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back. We'll break it all down. You're listening Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. So you're getting a stimulus check and tax refund. Need a way to make them stretch? Call Ideal Portable Buildings for a custom-built storage building in whatever size you need. With Ideal, you get top-quality buildings with the best customer service and best prices in North Louisiana. How do we know? Because people tell us all the time. 
double the value of that refund with a new building from Ideal Portable Buildings. Find them on Facebook or visit IdealPortableBuildingsLLC.com. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371 Cart, and go Bulldogs! Loud, proud, and somewhat habit forming. Sports Talk 99.3. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. All right, Beck. We got, we got nine different coaches. You want, to, you want to start baseball, basketball, or football? Surprise me. All right, let, let's start baseball. I want to start baseball because I found these pretty interesting. All right, so Lane Burroughs, obviously head coach of our great program. Mentioned getting the new the new Love Shack. Hopefully it gets finished up here pretty soon. Hope a snowstorm doesn't come in and slow him down again. But, hey, we're not in control these days. Lane Burroughs, coaching career. 1996, got his first job. Mississippi College. 1997, East Mississippi Community College. 1998, Northwestern State assistant coach. All right, so we're three three moves in three years. I don't know if Mr. Burroughs was married, but Miss Burroughs, she's a saint if he was. 1999 to 2007, he settles in with the Golden Eagles at Southern Miss. 2008, he moves to Kansas State. 2009 to 12, Mississippi State. Then he's hired as the head man for the first time in his career at Northwestern State from 13 to 16, and then, of course, hired at Louisiana Tech in 2017. Quite the journey. From Mississippi College, really ran ran all over the map of Mississippi. A little stint in Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Nothing better. And uh, settled down in Natchitoches. Gotta love being a demon. Nothing better than the purple and orange. Next assistant coach, the hitting coach, Mitch Gaspard. Gaspard, he's had a lot of stops. Houston, started his career at Houston in 88. I think he wrapped up his playing career at Houston. 89-92 to 92 with the Cajuns in Lafayette. I believe they were still UL, USL back then. Northwestern State, 93-94. Alabama, 95-01. NSU, 02-07. I believe he was the head coach at, in a, at Northwestern. 08 to 16 at Alabama. He was the head coach at Alabama for a, a good chunk of change or good tenure. Another Kansas State guy, 2017, 2018. Georgia in 2019. And he's a Bulldog, 2020. You know, pretty good stop. But this one's going to get you. Hey, right. just keep your bags packed. That's yeah. all I got to say. No, yeah, no, you better keep your bags packed. There ain't no doubt about that. 
this is the best one. Mike Silva, pitching coach. You're going to love these. Clarendon College, 03 to 05. Okay. 06, Bethany College. Real quick, where's Bethany College located in? Minnesota. Kansas. Dang it. Actually recruited me out of high school. Really? Yep. So I ain't, ain't got much of a program is what you're saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Their their pitching coach was actually my pitching coach in high school before he left. And he left and said, you know what? I'm going to give, give that soft toss and lefty a call. <laughs> see if he wants to come play some D6 baseball. <laughs> After Bethany College in 06, he's like, hold on a minute. We're going back to Clarendon College, 07 09. Galveston College, 2010 to 2012. Then he moves to Texas State. Good program. Hey, after three years at Texas State, it's like, forget this. I'm going to MLB to be a scout. Yeah, of course. 2016. Yeah. yeah. Listen, being an MLB scout when you're scouting amateurs. Not tight. Awful job. Really? Oh, bet. When it's baseball season, if you're married, kiss the wife goodbye. You're not married for long. Yeah, we'll see you in the summer. After one year doing that, he goes back to UALR, the Trojans, 2017-2018, for ending up at Louisiana Tech in 2019. So that's my favorite. Clarendon College, Bethany College, Galveston College, MLB Scout. Let's take a look at basketball. Eric Conkle started at Tulsa, 2000-2001, moved on to Tennessee from 2001 to 2002, then goes to George Mason from 02 to 05. Then how about this? From George Mason, you go to Hopkins High School from 05 to 07. Hey, you want to think the dream's over? I, I would think the drop from college to high school would, t- would about sum it up for yeah, me. Yeah, probably. I, I'd have a hard time teaching the civics class. After 05 to 07, Hopkins High School goes back to George Mason, 07 to 11, make that run to the Final Four. Miami from 12 to 15. Then, of course, he's hired as the tech head coach in 2015. Duffy Conroy. Duffy will be joining us at 7 p.m. Interesting stuff on Duffy. His was a little bit more low-key. 2000-2001 at Milwaukee, then goes to Wisconsin, same state, 01 to 03, then he drops back to the high school ranks, Assumption High School in Iowa, 03 to 04. Then he jumps back to Wisconsin, 04, 05. Then Milwaukee for 11 years Jeez. for 05 to 15 before hired as an assistant at Louisiana Tech. Talvin Hester, we had Talvin on a few weeks ago. His journey is wild. North Lake College, 02, 03. Then he goes, uh, I, did you play for this team, the Texas Rimrockers oh. in 03? Yeah. Might have. Texas Wesleyan 0304, Texas College 0405, Prairie View 05 to 10. Oh, forget Prairie View. We're going out to the West Coast. We're going to San Jose State from 10 to 12. SFA from 12 to 13. Texas State 13 to 14. Houston 14 to 17. Oral Roberts 17 to 18. La Tech 18 to present. Dalvin Esther, he's written, he ain't buying. Jeez. He's written, he ain't buying. I mean, you got to, you know, some of these moves have got to be you know either you want the next step or you're taking every opportunity that's given to you and some of them have been uh you know you probably like the guys that stayed there for 11 years like hey i kind of like it here i, I think that that'd be me that'd be, hey, i'm gonna stick around for a little bit let's go ahead let's take a quick time out we come back from the break trey holtz louisiana tech inside receivers coach will join us you're listening bleed tech blue radio sports talk 99.3 fm 
Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Trained internist and pediatrician Dr. Billy Branch strives to be a champion for every patient he serves. His winning combination of internal medicine, pediatrics, and family care services promotes health and wellness on and off the field. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Branch, call 665-0170, 665-0170. Steward Primary Care, Sterlington, proud supporters of our high school and college football teams. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371 Cart, and go Bulldogs! At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Man, I love this song. What song? The song playing on the radio. That's not on the radio. That's my car making those sounds. Really? You need to go to Campus Automotive. Campus Automotive? Yeah. If your car has a squeak, a rattle, a shake or vibration, they're the ones to call. AC, steering suspension, water pumps, timing belts, radiators, plus the latest technology on all front-end alignment repair. That sounds great. I'm going. Soon, I'll be able to hear my own radio. Campus Automotive, 3510 Desir Street, Monroe, or call them 318-343-6467. Everything you need for the game except the cold beverage and the big foam finger. Sports Talk 99.3. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Joining us on the Fairway Cards Hotline, Trey Holtz, Louisiana Tech inside receivers coach. Trey, thanks for joining us tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on here, Ben. Oh, no doubt. So, Trey, let's jump right into it. Let's go back to when you were younger. Uh, Of course, growing up around your dad, of course, Louisiana Tech head coach Skip Holtz, at what point in your life did you say, you know what, I want to be a football coach when I grow up? (laughs) In all honesty, it was before I can even remember. Apparently, um, I, my mom has been telling me, I've been saying I've wanted to do it since I was five years old. Um, I have a, a really cool picture in my office. I'm about two years old. I'm with my grandfather uh, at Notre Dame um, on the sidelines at practice, watching practice with him. And, you know, it's always been there. Coaching's always been plan A. And, you know, what plan B has always kind of changed, whether it be 
as a young kid growing up and thinking I want to be an astronaut to in college and thinking I'm smart enough to be a lawyer if this coaching thing doesn't work out. And it's always just been coaching, no matter what. And, and so you, you talk about coaching, and obviously you played at Texas. Um, you've been at Ohio State before you came to Louisiana Tech. Just talk a little bit about that experience, whether it was at Texas or at Ohio State, working for Urban Meyer, working for Ryan Day, and being around some of those guys and what they taught you uh, not only about being a coach, but really just how to conduct yourself on a day-to-day manner. Some of those things that maybe you couldn't learn from your dad or your grandfather that you kind of had to learn on your own. No, without a doubt. You know, when I was at Texas, um, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. In my, I, I played five years at Texas. Um, in five years, I had two head coaches, four position coaches, and five offensive coordinators in five years. And as frustrating as it was, and, you know, at times it took us a while to get our offense going some years at Texas, um, but one, I got to be exposed to a lot of different coaches that are still in this industry and great coaches. I mean, if you go through uh, Brian Harson, my first coach, he's now the head coach at Auburn. Uh, Major Applewhite, my second um, position coach, was the head coach at Houston for a little bit. Um, third year, I had Sean Watson, who's still uh, profound in the business. I had... Um, I had Sterling Gilbert, who's the offensive coordinator up at Syracuse right now. And then I had Jay Norvell, who's the head coach at Nevada. So you, you get to look around, and all the coordinators are really predominant head coaches, but I also got to be exposed to a lot of different offenses. Um, every year, every offense changed. I, I like to think that one day down the road when hopefully I'm able to become a coordinator, I can kind of take bits and pieces from a lot of those five offenses that I got to play in. And then I, I kind of pinched myself. I always said – you know, I want to I wanna go to a big university, kind of see how it's run. I got to check that off the box. I got to go to the University of Texas. And then I wanted to go GA for another elite program and work for a head coach that I knew would push me and, and cause me to, to just grind. I mean, put in those long days of uh, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. if you have to, almost, almost every other day. Um, and I said in a perfect world, I'd love to go GA for Urban Meyer or Nick Saban. And I was fortunate enough to go up uh, with Urban Meyer and Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson as kind of my coordinators when I was there for my first year and, and looking at them as a mentor now and now Ryan Day evolving into the head coach uh, role there at Ohio State. You know, I've just I've been very, very fortunate enough to be around some great coaches growing up, not only in my household with uh, my grandfather and my father, but also playing at Texas and coaching at Ohio State. Trey, like you just said, growing up with two coaching legends and then just being exposed to a lot of other different coaches and then this year having kind of the keys to your position uh, do you did it take you a while to like find your coaching voice or your own style or was that harder or easier than than you anticipated uh, as you came into this season I, uh, you know th- there were I learned a lot of things and it wasn't um it wasn't the perfect season to be thrown in for your <laughs> yeah, first time we were time. just talking about that before you came <laughs> on like what a, what a season <laughs> yeah I, I mean like my first time I ever ran drills in a practice was fall camp number one. I mean, I didn't get a spring ball under my belt where spring ball, it's a little bit slowed down. You practice one day, then you watch film the next day, then you practice again. So it's every other day. It was, I mean, full speed, go ahead in fall camp where you're practicing that day, watching film the rest of that day, practice, walking through that night, practicing the very next morning. And so it's just kind of, being thrown in the deep end and you know try to swim and 
I learned a ton over this first year. I'm excited for year two because I think I'm going to do even better. Um, I've learned so much. Uh, you know, I, I definitely I thought I was ready. Uh, and like I said, I mean, it's been – I wish I had that spring ball under my belt. I wish I had the recruiting uh, going out on the road and evaluating high school practices for recruiting. I wish I could have got all that under my belt. But unfortunately with this year, it's just been kind of adjust on the fly and, and you know, just keep, keep paddling and try to stay afloat. Okay, so the recruiting. Do you find yourself being drawn to that naturally, or is that something um, that you've had to work a little more at, or, or do you – you like it? I can imagine some coaches get tired of it, but is that something that fires you up? <laughs> you, you know, I so I was never uh, I was never recruited really throughout high school much. I I was a I was a preferred walk on at Texas. I ended up earning a scholarship there after my third year. Um, so I, the recruiting process was never something that I really had to go through much. Um, and then as a graduate assistant. Uh, you know, it, you're you're involved, but not as involved as a certain position coach. You're not going on the road um, and visiting kids, talking with coaches, um, and doing all that sort of thing. And you know, so this is really kind of the first year that I've been deep diving. I'm in charge of who I want to recruit from my room, uh, along with the offensive staff. I have an area where I'm recruiting all sorts of different positions, so I need to evaluate a bunch of different positions. And I've really enjoyed it. And same thing is, you know, taking control of my own room this year. It's definitely, it's a learning process to see, you know, what does Anthony Camp really look for in a defensive lineman. So when I watch a defensive lineman in my area, I know what he'll like more. And I, so I don't need to waste his time more. So I'm, I'm definitely learning as we go, but I'm actually really enjoying it. It's something, it's something I definitely, I feel like I need to keep pushing and over time I'll get better at it with, but it, but I do enjoy doing it. And so, you, you know, you talk about the recruiting aspect of it and um, you know how important it is as far as recruiting goes and how important it is to successfully recruit players. But when you look at yourself, obviously you're an inside receivers coach and we see how Louisiana Tech runs. You have a C.J. Powell, a Smoke Harris, a smaller, shiftier type route running type receiver versus a bear on the other side, a bigger uh, I'm not going to say he's a tight end, you know, height, weight, speed guy, but he's a bigger yep. type receiver. How do you balance those two type of positions, knowing that you do have to coach those guys in different ways? Oh, w- without a doubt. And then, you know, really lump into it, too. I have Jacob Adams and Carson Ryder in the room where they're playing more of that fullback tight end. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been it's been a great challenge. I've loved I've loved doing it every single day. I think I would argue, and I know every other coach is going to get on here and argue too, but I, have, I would argue that I have one of the best rooms in personality-wise. Um, you know, I love dealing with those guys. And then when you go out to practice, you know, just just tailoring specific things that each one needs to do. For instance, uh, Griffin Bear, like you said, is going to block for bubbles on the perimeter more than Smoke Harris. Now, at the same time, Griffin Bear is still going to run bubbles, um, but that's something that Griffin needs to work blocking more than Smoke does, and we'll, we'll do those a little bit in the individual. But other than that, you know, we uh, we just tailor both positions, run almost every single route. Um, they run similar routes, so we can practice similar routes and in individual drills. There there isn't as much differences when we go through Indy. Uh, really, a lot of the practice is when we get into live situations going against the defense. Um, that's where the difference in the H and what we call the A or the animal position, that's where it really takes over is when you get into a full team situation. But other than that, you know, you just have 
two different body receivers going out there, and, and really they're running the same thing at the end of the day. Trey, Ben and I go to practice, <laughs> and we we get to see, you know, practice is practice, and, the, you know, the players they have, they dance on the sidelines, you know, they, they, they talk a little bit. <laughs> One player that constantly has us entertained is Smoke Harris. Oh, uh, I already know. Yeah, you already know. So, could, just, I mean, I don't know if you – I don't want to put you in the spot if you got a story, but can you just tell us what it's like – coaching someone like smoke who you know such a big part of his game is his his talk his his uh swagger if you will and and how he keeps you on your toes as a coach oh, and how you rein him in <laughs> oh oh without a doubt i mean there's there there's been so many moments where you try to be serious in meeting and get across a good coaching point and then smoke just brings something up where you just can't help but laugh <laughs> yeah, at him yeah. because he's just he's you know he's a guy he just constantly he has, I, 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 he just has that charisma to him every single day. He comes. It's not like you said. It's nonstop. He walks in every day. He loves ball. He uh, he's willing to work. He's willing to push through. If if you tell him, hey, you got to block for ten plays straight, you're not going to get the ball. You know, he may get mad at you and kind of like look at you like he wants to beat you up. But at the end of the day, he's going to go do it, and he loves doing it. Um, and you know that. The, the thing is, you know, when you go out to practice, you're not going to see a lot of that in a Griffin Bear or Taj McGee and stuff. But when you're in that meeting room and you really talk to them, that's what I love about my room. They all have different ways of showing their passion. But every single guy is so passionate about playing this game. Uh, like I said, I mean, I, I'm sure you've gone out to practice. You don't see Griff talk much at practice. But, I mean, he, he is one of the most dialed-in guys in meetings every day. And, and a younger guy like Taj McGee, who, I mean, just blows up your phone and asks how he can get better on special teams and contribute to the team more. I, I'm just – I'm really lucky in the room I got right now. Trey, one time we were practicing, and Skip – or not Skip, uh, what's his name? Smoke was uh, – you know, similar people. Uh, Smoke was cutting across <laughs> the middle on, like, a crossing route. And, it, granted, he had a step on the DB – and the quarterback, I think it was Luke, like missed him on the throw. Like it was too far in front of him. But Smoke ran up the hill, comes back down the hill talking about how no one can guard him. Can't guard me. Oh. I got, and I'm like, you didn't even catch the ball. <laughs> like, I mean, it was, but he just had oh, so oh, much confidence. He's like, I don't even need to catch the ball. I was open. You can't guard me. <laughs> oh, it, it's one, one-on-ones every single day. It is just a trash talking session for Smoke Harris. I mean, he'll, and, and he does a great job. You know, we, we go through the whole season. He has one of our uh, – we kind of – I grade every single reps in the one-on-ones. He is normally – through a practice, he's normally one of the highest almost every single day going through it. And you know what? He he talks it, and he rightfully – he backs it up. And uh, that that's one thing that, you know, you just – you can't coach someone coming out there like that every single day with that kind of energy. And, and I love when he comes out there like that. I love having him in the room. He, he's made coaching – a lot more fun this year just by the way he handles himself. And you talk a little bit about all the different personalities, you know, not only in the inside receivers room, but, you know, it goes to the outside receivers and the offensive line, really across the entire offense. But for you as a head or a inside receivers coach, a first-year coach that's, you know, like you said, you were thrown into the fire your first fall camp, and it was just you, you go, you get after it. How do you let some of those leadership you know, personality step to the forefront and allow some of the younger guys, maybe like a Taj McGee or a CJ McWilliams, do you kind of encourage them, hey, watch what Smoke's doing or watch what A Bear's doing, or you just kind of let them feel it out for their own and, and kind of fill in where you're needed to 
especially from a, a vocal standpoint. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, you know, I, I think um, I think just every player is, is different in, in how he's going to lead. And, for instance, I mean, like we've talked about tonight, Smoke Harris is going to go out and he is going to talk trash from the minute we step on the field until we say the prayer at the end of practice and then he's done. And you know what? Even after that, he might be catching jugs and guys walking off. He'll still talk trash. Um, for instance, C.J. McWilliams, uh, a true freshman with us, didn't get to play this year, um, a younger guy, but he has come in every single day in the off season, and he's tried to work with me on, on how he can get better and what can he do in the off season. And he's going to be playing baseball, so what can he study um, and he's trying to, to just really learn and kind of develop himself that way. And then a Taj McGee is going to go, uh, he's going to be a vocal guy, same as Smoke. Um, he got his motivation through special teams last year. I know he really has a chip on his shoulder to try to be more involved in the offense this year. And then a Griffin Bear is just a quiet guy. And if you go to the weight room, he's going to be the one throwing up the most weight almost every single day, and, and he kind of just leads through his work habit. So it's, there, there's, no, there's no right or wrong way to be a leader. Um, you know, I think just, just pushing every single guy. I mean, my challenge to my room every single, every single day is just I don't care how you lead, just somehow you need to do it. It doesn't need to be the rah-rah guy like Smoke if you don't want to be. Um, and, I mean, whatever you do, either way, you have to work hard and you just have to back it up. But for some somehow throughout some way, you just got to show some leadership qualities throughout the whole day. A couple more questions. We'll let you get out of here. One guy we hadn't mentioned, and I'll be honest, as talented as Smoke is, as talented as Griffin A. Bear is, um, is there a chance that Trey Harris might be the most talented player in your room? He he has the capabilities. He definitely has the capabilities, and and I, I feel bad now that I haven't even mentioned Trey because Trey. <laughs> Trey's in the same boat as C.J. McWilliams. Being a true freshman, he played more on special teams this year, and you saw him play more on offense uh, on the latter half of the season. Um, and, and Trey is a phenomenal kid. I mean, all, all those guys in the room are, are phenomenal kids. He has the potential to be uh, a unbelievable A or an unbelievable, even if he wants to go outside receiver, if he wants to stay inside play receiver, Whatever he wants to do, he has the capabilities to be an unbelievable receiver. I know he's been working his tail off with Kurt uh, Hester in the weight room this off season, and as a freshman, he's definitely been one of the most uh, one of the more vocal guys leading the younger class. Uh, he definitely has a very very bright future, and, and you know what? We'll see what he does in the spring. And and that's I've told uh, Griffin Abair knows this. Trey Harris is going to come and try to take his job. And, you know, it's Griffin Bear's job to stop them. But I know both of those guys are looking forward to going into the spring and competing. And, and that's the, the great thing about having two great players. And Griffin Bear is a great player that's been here for two years. And Trey Harris, Griffin Bear will grow more in this offseason than he ever has before because he's got a great player like Trey Harris behind him pushing him. Um, and when you, when you have two players at depth, that's when both those players really start to, to sprout and grow. And either, whoever, wins up the, uh, whoever ends up winning the starting job, both of those players are going to be much better uh, come fall. Last question. We'll let you get out of here. Spring practice about a month and a half away. 
Um, I guess a little bit of a two-part question. What are you most excited about, and what are you uh, looking for your room to focus on uh, as we get this thing going on March 12th? You know, I'm, I'm just excited to get back out there. I think uh, if you were to walk into our weight room right now and you were to just go to any of the lifts that our guys are involved in, you can really see that a lot of these guys have a chip on their shoulder. And, you know, I, as coaches, as players, as anyone involved uh, on staff at Louisiana Tech, it, it was a tough year this year uh, dealing with COVID and uh, what player is out at the very last second on a Friday and it ruins your game plan. And there, there were lots of ups and downs, but it definitely was not the season and the product that we wanted to end the year off with. And I think that, uh, you know, this team, they, they felt that. They still feel it, and I think they're pushing hard. And so I, I know everyone's just ready to get back on that field and start training because, really, we're, we're not going to win a conference championship on December 18th of 2021. It's really it's going to come how we, uh, how we worked out today, how we work out tomorrow, when we, start, uh, when we start winter workouts next week, how we attack those, and then when we go into spring ball. It's a, it's a five-part phase that we have to win all five phases in order to win the conference championship at the end of the year. And then really just my challenge to the room, it's, it's mostly going to be just effort. That's all it's going to be. Spring ball, uh, the notch is going to be turned up. It's not like fall where when you get into the middle of the season, you got to tone down your individual drills a little bit and make sure you're saving legs. Uh, and especially with COVID, if you're ever down numbers, you have to make sure you're watching the reps of how many reps guys take. You know, spring ball is going to be turned up. It's going to be making sure everyone's getting pushed to their limits. Uh, guys are going to challenge other guys for for their spots, and, and we're just going to make sure we give all we got and try to get us, uh, uh, as much better as we can. Absolutely, Trey. We appreciate you joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio and uh, looking forward to you guys getting back out there this spring. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on tonight. Absolutely. Trey Holtz, Louisiana Tech inside receivers coach. Heck. I ain't going to sit here and lie. I mean, one of the better interviews we've done. He's a sweet talker. You know, he gets it from his dad probably. Uh, hey, that's not, pretty good. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, that's good. He's good. Hey, he's got you jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're knocking down our screens yeah. and every plexiglass. Like, come on. jacket on. It's just, woo. Woo. We're ready to roll now, baby. Mm. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. I don't know what we're getting into. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Man, I love this song. What song? The song playing on the radio. That's not on the radio. That's my car making those sounds. Really? You need to go to Campus Automotive. Campus Automotive? Yeah. If your car has a squeak, a rattle, a shake or vibration, they're the ones to call. AC, steering suspension, water pumps, timing belts, radiators, plus the latest technology on all front-end alignment repair. That sounds great. I'm going. Soon, I'll be able to hear my own radio. Campus Automotive, 3510 Desire Street, Monroe, or call them 318-343-6467. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Trained internist and pediatrician Dr. Billy Branch strives to be a champion for every patient he serves. 
His winning combination of internal medicine, pediatrics, and family care services promotes health and wellness on and off the field. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Branch, call 665-0170, Steward Primary Care, Sterlington. Proud supporters of our high school and college football teams. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Make us a part of your morning ritual. A little sports is just what you need to get you going. Sports Talk 99.3. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline. 888-993-7762. That's right. 888-993-7762. It's the Fairway Carts Hotline. We roll along into the second half of the show. I want to thank Trey Holtz, inside receivers coach at Louisiana Tech, for joining us. A lot of good insight into Beck's favorite player, Smoke Harris. Big, big smoke fan, huh? Hey, I love I love smoke. I did too. He's grown on me. Uh, hey, remember, right. remember the BYU play when he took that bubble for like a sixty-six oh, year? Do I? About oh. when I thought we were going to win the game for a second? Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, when we bet on Tech to cover. Yeah, we sure did. How about the, how about the I was pretty confident we were going to cover. Uh, Turns out, should have watched a little film on BYU. Yeah, the, not too shabby. Oh, BYU QB Zach was he pretty solid? Yeah, I forgot about everybody being forty and a little stronger than Tech. Yeah, yeah. let me ask you this too about the Smoke Harris, and I, I don't mean to hate on him by any means, but the Smoke Harris punt return against Georgia Southern, it was like an eighty-one yard return. He ran like. I don't know, like 175 yards to get 81, <laughs> yeah, and he right. just ran out of gas. Yeah, he got a little tired at the end, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm huh. not going to lie. That's why I stand in daddy's corner on the basketball court. That's right. <laughs> so I, me, I, that's why I played baseball. I didn't want to run any. So let me tell you this. A little text on the old uh, Twitter line. Oh, okay. Good friend Dave. Good friend of the program. Dave. Portnoy. Oh. Friend of the program. Oh, yeah. He calls in all the time. Yeah. Uh, so you know who we hadn't heard from? Old Robbie and Chalmette. I guess yeah. the old phone bill didn't get paid. Yeah, no, sure didn't. <laughs> Robbie, if you're listening, <laughs> hit us up. Yeah. Miss you, miss you, pal. So, Dave Portnoy, <laughs> I know, I know, we're, we're we're big into the betting scene. We, we love to talk sports betting. Mm. <laughs> so this was 17 minutes ago. He tweets out. So it was 6:35. We're we're fresh into the yeah. D- just to preface this, Dave's a little bit out of our league. He had two hundred thousand dollar bets last yeah, night. Yeah, even a little out of our league. <laughs> a little yeah. bit, yeah. No doubt. No. And, and listen, just to there's a preface. It's six o'clock. Like the the sporting night is a little early. Yeah. Like we're early at 6:35. I have three overs, and they are all dead already. <laughs> the feeling is just too fresh. <laughs> It's, I mean, I know the feeling, you know, I, and I'm, I'm a, I bet kind of like on how I want to feel for the night. And so sometimes I'll bet the over because not because I think it'll hit, but because I want to root for, for points. points. Yeah. Oh, I know. But that overs can be over quickly. Oh, you know? no doubt. Like, and you can backdoor your hard, way into yeah. an under. Yeah, you can. You can backdoor your way into an under or, you know. Was it the Saints Bucks last week? Yeah, I, think I teased. 
I teased yes. and got it to fifty nine and a half, and it was fifty seven. Was this? No, no, no. That was that was the Packers yeah, game, yeah, yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah. But Saints Bucks the prior week, you know, I think the over under was like fifty two and a half, and it was thirty to twenty. And Tampa Bay was down at like the New Orleans, like eighteen, with like I don't know, like two thirty to go, and they pick up a first down, goes to two minute warning, and they kneel, and it's like, man, you back your way field, until an right. under. That's right. So, or you know, the under, under doesn't disappear. Are you an over or under guy? I'm an over guy because life's too short to bet the under. Of course you are. I'm just saying, an unders bet. It's like things can shut down in the second half, especially if there's a big lead. You know, you're just going to take it. Yeah. Deep. Run the ball out, get the clock going. But an over. You know, if it's fifty something and you go into half three to nine, it's tough to it's you're the game's the game's ruined a little bit. Yeah. So Dave followed it up and said he needs every game to go to OT. Yeah, I hear. That. I mean, that's the, but then that's the other thing you got to worry about. So yeah. I bet I bet on how I want to feel for the night. Do I want to be worried the first half of the game? But then you know the uh of oh, the Bills Bills Chiefs game the other night. I needed a little over in that one. Glad and we got that over late. Yeah, we got the over late, but I was kind of puckered up. Not going to lie, bit. I'm a big fan of mop-up touchdowns. Oh, love them. Love them. Love the – hey, not only do we love it for the betting world, but, Tames, let's be honest, mop-up touchdowns will win or lose you a fantasy championship. Not, not a fan of them, B.C. Not a fan of them this you year. Not it? a fan of them. It's usually on the, on the negative end. <laughs> James, did you lose? Uh, which time? Yeah. <laughs> I, it was a, t- a tough year for fantasy in the in the old booth. It was one, one, one runner up this year. That's, that's all right. That's what all I got. Hey, runner up to last place for that's BC. Right. That's yeah. right. You know, yeah. almost got the last playoffs this year. Yeah. Hey, pretty proud of you. Pretty proud. Hey, you know, we got. Speaking of betting, um, we we got the Chiefs and the Bucks Super Bowl. You don't make a lot of money betting against Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. You also don't make a lot of money betting against Patrick Mahomes. I know. I may sit this one out. Is what I'm telling myself two weeks out. You could Dave, sit, it's two weeks out. Okay. Sit the Super Bowl. It's I mean, gonna we got, be a we good got game. props. Something. Oh, it's true. gonna be a you, good your, game. your thirst for action has hey, to be quenched. Clyde Edwards Hilaire over under twelve rushing yards. Hey. Did I tell you my, one of my best? Hold on. No, I would take the over, but I'm just saying Dave, he only had seven uh, last week. I tell you one of my best bets ever. One time, it was the Clyde Edwards-Helaire's first game, and I found for whatever reason this bet that said it's plus seventeen hundred that he scored that he rushed for over 125 rushing yards, and he freaking did it. And I put ten bucks a little on ten that spot thing. on it. Yeah, I thought that was right. the Bills game. No, 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 that was the first game ever. Really? It, uh, not ever, but first his was, first game. his first game. And I he scored to open the season. Yeah. And, and then Lane up. drafted him, and Lane was little, thinking he was little, like little GM 170 of the year. back. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing Kept me alive, that. tapes. <laughs> Paid the light bill. Talk about the old long shot. <laughs> Paid the old light bill. Paid the old Yeah, you don't make a whole lot. How about, how about the GOAT throwing three second half interceptions? How about this? No, even better. I saw, I saw a meme that. Excuse me, Two of them were jump balls. No, they were. No, they were. And they, weren't, and they really weren't much worse than a punt. No. Right. The one he threw to Evans, and Evans didn't even see the ball get released. <laughs> I saw As him. compared to the two Green Bay had, and the GOAT punished him for right. it. Yes, he did. I saw a meme. Just like he did last week. That was, yes, uh, he did. <laughs> it said Tom Brady first half, and it was like him winning one of the Super Bowls. And then it said Tom Brady second half, and it was a picture of him, the History Channel picture with him and Drew Brees. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That. <laughs> he was pretty old. good. Okay, I, and I've been admittedly, like up until recently, I've not been a Tom Brady fan at all. But. I'm just absolutely. I love it. I'm f- I'm floored. 
I just I love his dedication more than his play. And I just I think I was on the the Belichick side of this, where it was it was him that was the brains behind this, and then yeah, Bill's looking like an old wrinkly not, fart yeah, right now. Yeah, and I mean at forty three, that's I mean I'm twenty nine and I'm feeling pretty sore all the time. For and what? Just life, you Sitting know. In the old Taves is close to it. Yeah, it's couldn't just, do it. OG man, Taves. what he's doing is it's incredible. It's incredible. You know, Colin had uh, his Tom. What's his name? Something Tom Young. I don't know. Steve Young. Steve, no, whoever uh, Brady's throwing coach is. Oh, Tom House. Tom House on today on really? Cowherd. Yeah, and he was asking him about it. I wonder who paid that bill for Cowherd. He was asking him about it, and he said, you know, what are you – like, people have been saying that Tom's arm is slowing down, his velocity's down, whatever, he, he can't do it. He broke Godwin's face mask yeah, the other day. that's what he said. He said there was two throws that, like, literally the receivers couldn't even handle. Yeah. But he said uh, Tom – House, is that his name? Yeah. Was saying that all the analytics they do, all the tests they do, all the um, you know, the numbers and the data they get is that he's throwing as hard or as far that he's as he's ever really? thrown. Yeah. Hey, did you see uh, we gotta get to a break here in a second. We got Duffy Conroy coming up, but this was just mind but Cowherd today, and listen, I said last week I love Cowherd. He drops a line on his show today that said that Andy Reid will send him pictures of plays. And we'll say, look what I drew, drew up this week, Colin. And Cowherd's like, you know me, I'm not going to share him or anything. Cowherd, get out of here. You don't and, think he does that? Andy Reid ain't sitting up in his coach's office saying, ha, 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 let me send this one to Cowherd real quick. <laughs> like, ain't happening. The Cow, Cowherd thinks a lot of himself. And, hey, Cowherd's pretty good at what he does. Yeah. But Andy Reid... He ain't sending him pictures of the play. He ain't giving him the X's and the O's. I mean, what's what's he going to send him? A picture of a Western omelet yeah. and a picture of a strawberry waffle? <laughs> and a double-decker burger? I mean, like, we, all, we all know he's got the Waffle House menu there. Yeah. Like, I mean, there ain't much more that he can send him. Like, what's he going to tell him? Hey, I'm running Tyreek Hill on a post, and he's faster than every player in the world? You can outrun him the same bowl? Yeah, it helps. Like, geez, Louise. I do wonder how much of the creativity is the walrus, and how much of it is the enemy. I do too. I think I, it's I think it's probably a, a happy marriage I between the, the two. Walrus. I th- I think the enemy storyline of him not being hired as a head coach is a little bit overblown because I don't think he's just taking any job. It would be real hard to leave Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? It just blows my mind why. Like, I'd hire him in a New York I understand minute. he's still coaching in season and can Houston talk to him, but. They, I mean, should, they should have hired him last you, week. Yeah. yeah. They should have him last year. I mean, he's. he's you have you, to take You the let chance. him finish the season. Yep. You hire him the next day. And then you bring him in the next day. No doubt. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Duffy Conroy, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach, will join us. Duncan Dogs split a road trip at UTEP this past week. Weekend, you're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Man, I love this song. What song? The song playing on the radio. That's not on the radio. That's my car making those sounds. 
Really? You need to go to Campus Automotive. Campus Automotive? Yeah, if your car has a squeak, a rattle, a shake or vibration, they're the ones to call. AC, steering suspension, water pumps, timing belts, radiators, plus the latest technology on all front-end alignment repair. That sounds great. I'm going. Soon, I'll be able to hear my own radio. Campus Automotive, 3510 Desire Street, Monroe, or call them 318-343-6467. Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Tabor, joining us on the Fairway Carts hotline. Duffy Conroy, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach, joins us. Coach, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ben? Uh, doing pretty good. So let's jump right into it. Of course, you guys go on the road last weekend to UTEP. Uh, split a pair of games. First off, what makes the trip out to El Paso so much more difficult than your quote-unquote normal Conference USA road trip? Well, you know, it's uh, you're going into a different time zone. You're, you're going into a different climate. Uh, so there's those factors that you got to deal with. Our, our guys noticed it right away, just the, the dry heat out there and feeling a little more thirsty, and we were pushing the water, and uh, their their gym they they have the heat up a little bit hotter, <laughs> so you do sweat a bit at your your practice the night before. So you got to hydrate well and get ready for that game. But it is a, it's a it's a quality long trip, and um, you know it's uh, we're we're fortunate to come out of there with a split. 
Uh, the first night didn't go as well as we planned, obviously, but uh, our guys rebounded in the next night. And, and so you talk about that first night, I guess really particularly that first half when UTEP shot the ball so well. And, and we see teams across the country have shooting nights like that, but what did UTEP maybe do offensively or what did you guys maybe not do defensively as well as you were planning going into that game? You know, uh, a big thing was I, I thought they came out, unfortunately, with more energy than us to start the game. And, and not that we weren't scoring the ball, but, but our energy on the defensive end was lacking a little bit. And they, uh, we didn't make them uncomfortable. Um, and so they got off to a really good start. And then they were playing from a lead. And, you know, teams that are at home that start from playing with a lead, it, it's, it's a little bit tougher. They get that momentum going. And uh, we had a, a really a bad first half defensively, and I thought if we could, you know, make a run in the second half and get that thing to a one or two possession game, we could have made them a little bit more tight, and we just couldn't get over the hump to get it close enough. Uh, the second half we did a much better job, and we slowed their rhythm down, but we let them build up uh, too big of a lead, and uh, it was partly just our, our energy, and uh, and, and we, uh, for whatever reason, we, we didn't come out with the right energy, and um, we did the next night. And so you look at, you know, some of the adjustments made in-game. You know, I thought when you guys went to the zone look on the defensive end in the second half, um, that really yeah. kind of took them out of their offensive rhythm. I know you guys really don't play a whole lot of zone. Um, is that something right. you try to keep in your back pocket at times? And maybe maybe you found something as well as far as something that you can use to mix things up. No, I think you're exactly right. Uh, it, it is something that, We've practiced, and, and we always have it, a, a segment in there each week to work on it, to have, um, because, you know, there's, there's a lot of different styles to play this game, and a lot of different teams present different challenges, and, you know, styles make the fight a lot of times. And, and so you got to have a curveball or two, I think, in your back pocket, something you can show to another team or just to change the rhythm of a game, even if it's for a few possessions. So we have that. That, that zone, we have a few different, a couple different presses and a, a three-quarter court look is what we used against UTEP in that second half, trying to slow them down from, from their set plays and their actions and kind of disrupt that rhythm. And, yeah, it worked pretty well in that second half, and it, and it kept us in the game and helped us have a chance. Uh, and then we, we used more of it, and we even adjusted it a little bit more in the second game. And, you know, talking about that first game in particular, I know – Obviously, you're involved in all the different adjustments and in-game adjustments that are going on, but how fun was it to watch just as a, a little bit as a spectator watching Junior and Bryson Williams go at it uh, for 20, 25 minutes? That, that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, Bryson Williams is a, a first-team all-conference guy last season and uh, one of the best players in the league, and uh, Junior didn't back down to that challenge, and it was pretty neat seeing those two going at it over and over and uh, – the battle that ensued in the paint, and uh, I was really proud of Junior and and uh, stepping up to that challenge and and all our guys, but but he really he took it on and had a had a great weekend. And so you look at the Saturday game. Obviously, you guys come out and play exceptionally well, uh, win the game seventy three fifty five. What what was the message prior to that game? You know, we've we've seen your backs up against the wall in a sense at Western Kentucky, losing that Friday night game. What's kind of the the message to the team, knowing that you really can't afford to get swept in any of these two game series? Yeah, you know those 
that, that first night, you always want to get off to the right start and get that first win. And uh, when you when you lose and you're on the road and you're playing that road team again, it, it puts some definite pressure on you to come away with a split. Um, and, and our guys, you know, I think the beauty of it is you got another chance the next day. So the mindset is, you know, okay, we don't have to wait three, four, five days to play another game. We do have an opportunity right away within 24 hours to – to compete again and prove to ourselves that we can get something done. So, you know, you got to evaluate the tape, which we did, and there's, you know, sometimes there's big adjustments, but there's subtle adjustments you got to make for sure. And and I thought our guys did that. I thought they came out of the out of the gates a lot faster in that second game, and and we we set the tempo in that second game, and um, that was because of the the ability of our guys to defend and and rebound and, and make plays happen on the defensive end, and that turned into better offense, too. And yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about Isaiah Crawford. I believe it was the one-year anniversary since he had his knee surgery. He goes for 25 points, eight rebounds. Um, when you watch Isaiah Crawford play basketball, it's it almost looks effortless. He definitely doesn't show any amount of emotion. Um, it just seems like he's just such a good basketball player. I feel like that's the best way to explain his game. No, that's that's the great way. That is the way to explain his game. He is just a very, a really, really good basketball player. He's he's very smooth. He's very skilled. Um, he's 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 got a long wingspan, but he's he can you know he handles it well, and he passes it exceptionally well. Um, I was so happy to see him have the night that he had at UTEP because that was a that was a sad night about a year ago when it happened, and then to be the anniversary of the surgery on his knee that he goes for 25 at their place and we win a big road game. Uh, could not be happier for Isaiah, and Isaiah is a wonderful young man, and uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him. And so you look ahead to this weekend, a little bit different. You know, Thursday, Saturday, travel to Hattiesburg. Thursday, come back after the game, prep again Friday, home game on Saturday against the Golden Eagles. Uh, how have you all kind of adjusted on the fly to, I guess, in a sense, a little bit of a more normal weekend uh, within the conference, yeah, you know it's uh, the travel back from UTEP was a little challenging on Sunday. We <laughs> yeah. had some delays, so that made it a, a, a tough Sunday. But uh, we've gotten back at it, and uh, you know, went into our prep today, heavy prep for for Southern Miss, and then obviously again tomorrow we'll we'll go in and do more prep and more video, uh, and then head out to Hattiesburg. Uh, that day in between, yeah, it's 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 a little more uh, like the tr- the traditional way we played league games in the past Thursday, Saturday. So we'll use that Friday definitely to to rest, recover, travel back home. Um, but all in all, we're preparing for game one, and that's all we can worry about. Try to go one and zero on Thursday night, and and then take care of that night, and then and then evaluate and move from there, and have the same team coming to our place on Saturday. So we're, we're excited for this week. It's a great rivalry, obviously. we've This will be the 86th meeting between Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. So uh, two programs that know each other well over the years. And Jay Ladner in his second season in Hattiesburg. How have you seen those guys improve from year one to year two? Uh, he's done a great job. You know, always tough coming in and, and rebuilding a program. Uh because they lost a lot of guys the year he came in. But uh, this season they've added a lot more uh, length, athleticism, um, some, some big athletes 
on the, around the roster that make it difficult. Uh, I think you got to really uh, spread them out because of their size. They're, they're forcing teams to shoot at 40% basically on the year, and uh, so they're defending well. And I've, you know, they've they've been scoring it at a better clip lately, uh, especially in conference play. They've been scoring more points, a few more points here and there, and. Um, you know, they don't shoot a ton of threes, but they shoot them very efficiently. They're shooting 38% from the three-point line. Their opponents have taken over 100 more threes than them, but they're, they're making them at a very efficient clip. So, you know, Jay's done a really, really great job, and um, Tyler Stevenson inside is a very good player for them as well and averaging 17 points in league play. Absolutely, Coach. Well, tremendous stuff, and uh, looking forward to a, another fun weekend on the hardwood, of course, Thursday night in Hattiesburg before you guys return home on Saturday for a 2 p.m. tip-off against the Golden Eagles. Appreciate it. Well, hey, thanks so much, man. Go dogs. Duffy Conroy, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant head coach, joining us on the Fairway Cards Hotline. Of course, you can get us 888-993-7762. 86th meeting on the hardwood between the Duncan Dogs and the Golden Eagles. A 2 p.m. tip-off inside the Tech Saturday afternoon. Beck Haynes, I must ask you, will I see you there? Saturday afternoon, B.C. Well, 2 p.m. Hmm. May have to bring uh, bring the oldest daughters. They're wanting to go. Hey. You going? I'll be there. The oldest daughter will bring a pom-pom, and she will share. Good. So, hey, come on. I'll buy, I'll buy you some popcorn. There you go. We'll be there. Hey, buy you Mountain Dew. Hey. I only drink water, BC. Oh. Hey, Dave, you heard it. He only drinks water. <laughs> Gotta let, Hey, you heard it from Beck Haynes himself. Let's go ahead and take our final time out of the night. We come back. Stephen A. Smith is kind of popping off a little bit. I, 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 I got to let Stephen A. have it for a second. It's just too good. You're listening to Believe Take Blue Radio, Sports Talk, 99.3 FM. Hey, DQ fans, the Brownie Dough Blizzard of the Month is the most delicious dough discovery of the century. We've combined a flavor of brownie batter and the texture of cookie dough to create a scrumptious invention. Brownie Dough. Get this blizzard treat today and enjoy brownie dough, chocolate chunks, and rich cocoa fudge blended with our famous DQ soft serve. It's a taste bud breakthrough. Only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. 
graduate sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At graduate sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online www.graduatesalesury.com. That's www.graduatesalesury.com. Scores and stats so up to date, they'll blow the tennis balls off Grandpa's walker. Sports Talk 99.3. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show is we put a bow on it. BC Vic and John Tabor. A quick Tennessee rival site reporting that the volunteers are zeroing in on Josh Heupel. Oh, my gosh. Josh Heupel. Oh. All right, Beck. Tell Tapes who Heupel is, because he sure, he sure doesn't know. I know who Heupel is. Tapes, terrible All right, Heupel. fine, I'll oh, say oh, it. Oh, Tapes in tech school in, in Great Lakes, Illinois, when Heupel won a Marine. The old lefty, baby. Wasn't he a lefty? I believe so. Yeah, through, hey, through the pill. Heupel versus Winky. Yep, I remember it. OU in Florida State. Hey, you're going to hire Mike White's little bro, Danny White, he might be his big bro. I don't freaking know how old he is. But you're now going to be the new AD at Tennessee, and he's going to bring his head coach with him, Josh Heupel. Wow. Jeez. All right, I got to get into a couple more things before we get out of here. We don't got much time. Stephen A. Smith says, give me Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I tell you that Deshaun Watson could be equal to Patrick Mahomes. Well, I tell you what, Stephen A. Smith, you're an idiot. Like, like Deshaun Watson's good, but give me a break. He ain't close to Patrick. He had New Hopkins. New Hopkins is my boy, by the way. Had him for like four years. Ben, I'm going to say it. I think Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal football player. I don't buy the he hasn't had pieces around him thing. I just – I think he's really good, but I don't think he's got the – I he can't, he's, No. And the, the media is obsessed with him. They love I mean, Deshaun. obsessed with – I don't know why. I don't know why. They love Deshaun Watson. I mean, like, I watch a full season just like everybody else does, and I don't come out of the season – being like, oh my gosh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's good for sure. He's good mop up. Yeah, but they, I've had him on my fantasy football team for years, and he's he and has four points up. going in the fourth quarter, and then he walks out with twenty two. Like he's great. I but, just don't get the infatuation with him. All right, let, Maybe I'm missing something. All right, let's shift gears because we got to get to this story. Gary Anderson. I'm sure you saw the story, Beck. I know you sure as hell didn't see. No, I did. Don't think it is. Okay, listen up. So Gary Anderson. All right, formerly, I guess he's best well-known for his job he did at Utah State as a head football coach. Was head coach there when they were in the whack with Louisiana Tech. So, real quick, here's here's Gary Anderson. He was a head coach at Utah State, okay? Okay. And he wins big. I think they had an 11-win season, if I'm not mistaken. He takes the job at Wisconsin. Okay, great job. Big 10. Goes 10-4 and four at Wisconsin his first year. And he leaves. Where does he leave for? He leaves for Oregon State, one of the worst jobs in the country. Okay. 
at two and a half years into his tenure, I think he'd won three games, he quits. Mutual parting of ways with the AD. Because, as he said, I didn't think me and my staff could get the job done. I didn't think we were doing a good job, and I didn't think it was fair to the kids. So, he was in line for $15 million from Oregon State to pay out his contract because it was mutual, you know, mm-hmm. a.k.a. he got fired. You pay it out. Didn't take the money. Said, nope, not giving me $15 million. I didn't do my job. Didn't do it well enough. Real honest guy. I didn't do it well enough. Put the money back into the program. All right. So he gets rehired at Utah State. Legendary. You know, Utah State loves Awful job. Does an awful job. Uh, uh, fired midseason this year. So he had signed a three-year deal worth 900K. Or he had three years, 900K left on his deal. $2.7 million. Got into a rift with the AD. Keep in mind, Utah State AD is a piece of work. Owed him 2.7. Nah, don't need the money. Keep it. Didn't do my job. How about that? Really? See, all the buyouts. Crazy. And listen, I'm not saying these guys shouldn't take their buyouts. But pretty cool to see him say, I ain't taking the money because I didn't earn the money. That's pretty wild. Pretty cool, isn't it? That's a lot of millions you've been turning down. He It also talked to I was reading the article. He was at Idaho State, I believe. And the head coach got into a rift with the defensive coordinator. And Anderson was the linebackers coach at the time. And he and he um, and the head coach came to him. He's like, you agree with me or you're fired. And he said, all right, I'm out. He said, I quit. He went and worked a job for 12 bucks an hour. What? Like scanning IDs at a school or something like that. For 12 bucks an hour. Had like three kids at home. Just had newborn twins. He was like, coach wasn't right. I'm out. So, yeah, quick so coach. It's not like he didn't need the money. No, he, he could have used it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 25 years ago. <laughs> His wife's got to be like, can you just. Can you just take the money one time? Like, just pick, wife's like can pick a job and take it. Yeah. But that's a pretty cool story, though. Uh, Golly. Craziness. So what we got this week. It's kind of like what happened on BTB Radio, you know? Yeah, no doubt about it. We got Beck Ains just taking the money. <laughs> BC having to pay the buyout. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. So what we got? BleedTechBlue.com. Only nine ninety five a month. Louisiana Tech on the search for an offensive line coach. We've narrowed it down to a number of candidates. You might want to come check them out. It's only nine ninety five a month. I, I don't mean, know what isn't nine. I mean, you're subscribed. Pass on the twelve count. You're sub- you're subscribed to every other service out Pass there. Pass on the spike. Yeah, forget Hulu for a month. Forget it. Come on, everybody's boycotting Netflix. Get rid of it. Yeah, join bleedtechblue.com. Looking at some basketball action. Lady Texters at home to, or Thursday night at six thirty. On the road, Saturday at 4 p.m., both those games against Southern Miss. Dunkin' Dogs on the road at Southern Miss Thursday night, 6 p.m. tip on CBS Sports Network. They'll be at home on Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. ESPN+. Plus. If you want to come see B 